0: Welcome to another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts. I'm your host, Marty Elliott. Along with me today is Jim Thompson, former NHL player with the Los Angeles Kings. Good morning, Jim. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Marty. Thank you for having me. Uh, God bless. Thank you for being on board. greatly appreciate it. Well, let's get into this, Jim. Let's talk a little bit about your past and your hockey experiences and being drafted, correct me if I'm wrong, in 1984-85 with the Washington Capitals, but you're formerly from out west outside of Edmonton, I believe.
1: I am. I grew up in a trailer park. It's called Westview Village, Marty. It's outside of Edmonton. Mm -hmm. And we moved there in 72 uh, from Edmonton. And that was my upbringing. If people have seen the trailer park boys, it wasn't much different than that. a very unique lifestyle growing up. And um, that's where I learned how to play hockey and all the things that, you know, have taught me of how to help people today. A lot of lot of life lessons in that uh, trailer park helped me today.
0: Yeah, life lessons. And we're definitely going to get into that and uh, talk about what you're doing as far as an ambassador and uh, sharing what your experiences are with youth and bringing them from where they've been, where they are and where. The light is at the end of the tunnel, if you will. Let's talk a little bit, Jim, if you don't mind, about uh, your experiences in the NHL. You were drafted by the Washington Capitals. Maybe you can kind of give us a timeline and what uh, the highlights of that uh, career was for you, Jim.
1: So we'll go back to uh, playing junior in the OHL. I never, the NHL wasn't on my radar. I was, I was, you know, that was my dream. But my, I was striving to play junior hockey, which I accomplished. And one day my coach, Tom Martin, came to me and said, listen, you're starting to get some interest from some NHL teams, which was was a defining moment in my life because, again, I got to junior. I wasn't a high-profile player. I was doing okay, Marty. And when I heard that, then, you know, the the light went on to go, wow, this, this could really uh, be real. So draft day uh, in the trailer uh, in Westview Village, we had a – Draft party. My agent had told me I'm going to be drafted. You know, anywhere from the third to fifth round. And you know, uh, that was a, a, at a time when a lot of the Europeans were starting to be drafted. So right. if you're rated in that in North America, you're dropping down, which I did. But that that being said, uh, TSN covered the first three rounds of the draft back then. So we're all there watching it on TV. Obviously, it goes off. That was in the afternoon. 9:15 at night. Everybody has left the party, and my best friend and my mom and I are the only ones there. And I kind of just gave up and thought, you know what? It's not happening. It was a big disappointment. Right. And right. lo and behold, my uh, the the late Jack Button, uh, phoned me and said, "Welcome to the Washington Capitals. We drafted in the ninth round." And that was a, a memorable moment. So from there, you know, I go through. Uh, a 10-year pro career. Uh, Highlights would be, you know, my first goal in Chicago against Eddie Balfour. Uh, My very first game, Marty, Brian Murray, the late Brian Murray called me up to cover Mario Lemieux, um, which is a story I can tell another time. But, um, you know, when you get called up to the NHL, I was a physical player. I thought I was going up and I was going to fight Jay Caulfield or Rick Pocket, guys that they had in their lineup. And that's why they were calling me up. And after the morning skate, Ryan called me in and said, uh, you're going to cover Lemieux tonight. So it's a surreal time, you know, your first game. And now you're yes. covering it. at that point. Lemieux was the best player in the world. Gretzky had gone through some injuries. So from there and then uh, playing the mighty Edmonton Oilers where I'm from, I was with Washington. Uh, I scored in front of my mom on Grant Fear, uh, a great Hall of Fame goalie in northlands coliseum that was a great moment um but then you know the probably the highlight was with my idol wayne gretzky watching him in with the oilers getting to play with him in la and going to the stanley cup final in 93 would would definitely be the highlight that was you know we ended up losing to montreal marty but that was a time that i sit back and i go wow that that's really cool
0: so it's talking about 1993 because I do remember the series prior to going up against Montreal and I do recall uh, that game in at uh uh at Leaf Gardens were you uh you're you're dressed for that game I believe if I'm not mistaken were you not Jim No
1: I was dressed for game 5 that game we lost five. in double overtime Glenn Anderson scored Right So game 7 um are you, are you talking about the high stick
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah so game game 6 in LA Yes um, and basically, we watched it in the dressing room, and we knew, as hockey players, that oh boy, this could be you know game ejection for Wayne, and that yep. whole. Thing. We know Carrie Fraser, Met City made a mistake, and we also know that Wayne scored the winning goal, um, and it was a. Uh, Unbelievable time to go back to Toronto, and if uh, I played, I played for the Toronto Marlboros in the OHL, so our home ring was Maple Leaf Gardens. So to go back there and playing uh, into, even though I wasn't dressed to witness a game seven, that Wayne claims was his greatest NHL game uh, to date. uh, In his, you know, at that point he said that's the greatest game I ever played was unbelievable to watch what he did in game 7 and you know scoring off of uh I think the defenseman was Elliot uh, uh put Dave it off DeVallet put Ellett. it off his skate I think that was that was meant to be that's what these special players do and it was just a surreal time so back to the high stick you know I always go back to you know I think it was game 3 marty when Gilmore headbutted McSorley behind the net which also yep. could have been a, a a match penalty and a suspension so but, you know, it's, it's, I believe that Toronto Maple Leafs is nothing against the Montreal Canadiens of that year. They had the best goalie in the world. Mm-hmm. I just believe the matchup, if Toronto would have beat us, I believe they would have won the cup that year. I thought they had the deeper team, and Potvin was, you know, obviously doing great things. So, yeah, Toronto came very close to winning that, getting the, the monkey off their back for sure.
0: Yeah, you know, and it's a great Cinderella story if you want to refer to it as that. Because I was at, I'm, you and I are the same age, and watching that in 1993 it was pretty exciting. The only thing I regret, it, it, me personally ever hearing, was was Carrie um, Fraser later on in life actually admitting that he made the wrong call. I wish he had to kept that. I wish he never, never had brought that out and and stayed stayed with it. It would have, you know what? It just would have made speculation so be. But it is what it is. and uh... Well,
1: as, as, you know, it's funny because I've had this debate. I disagree uh-huh. with you because really? I, I, I feel at the time the pressure, the greatest player in the game, and do I kick him out? Don't I kick him out? No, I didn't see it. I understand what his thought process was, but I love the honesty of, you know what, I knew it, I felt it, I should have done it, but I didn't. I want to hear that. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, I respect your opinion, but I loved it when he came out because we're sitting there going, how can he not call this? Like, how can he – he saw it. Like, you watch his eyes, see the yes. stick come up. And, and was, you, know, you know, again, I'm not debating with you. I just – I like the yeah, other well, angle of, you know, he, he came out and was honest and said, you know what, I'll go down in the history of screwing the least chances of winning cup up, which he did, which he did.
0: Well, you know, I sat beside him, believe it or not, uh, uh, Kerry Frazier I speak of. I sat beside him on a flight to uh, Las Vegas uh, back in 1987, and I recognized who it was due to the hair. <laughs> and I said, to "Mr. Frazier, and he, yeah, "Yeah." And I said, uh, "What are you going to Las Vegas for?" He says, "I need a holiday," and then I got to get over to uh, get over to uh, referee some uh, games for the Kings. I said, "Oh, pleasure meeting you." But anyways, that being said, let's talk a little bit about uh, your experiences. Jim, have you driven a Zamboni? Share your your experience. Yeah,
1: so it's not actually a Zamboni. So what happened was I grew up uh, right by a rink called Parkland Arena, a rink Rod Matthews and Dave Matthews built. And it was walking distance from the trailer park. So I was a rink rat. And I went in there and I started at, uh, what was I, 10 years, 11 years old. I started timekeeping. That was my first job. So I would timekeep all the men's games Monday to Thursday. Then I graduated to sweeping the dressing rooms and you know I lived in the rink. Yep. So at 14, I believe Marty, 1415, I got graduated to driving the tractor farm tractor with the bucket on the back and what ha- what happened was to keep the front end down they had these big weights mm-hmm. weighted to the front of the tractor. So I went through my training and, you know, I was doing great and lift the bucket and, you know, taking it off the ice, similar to what a Zamboni does today. So as I'm flooding for a men's league game, I'll never forget it. It was on a Tuesday night and, you know, people were up in the sports bar. So it's kind of like you're the, you know, you're the show, right? So I'm up there and I'm driving this tractor around the rink and all the people are upstairs watching, you know, their husbands or what have you play. So. Being cocky and and going too fast, I panicked. I came into the corner and I lost all control, hit the gas instead of the brake. So I hit the boards with these big weights, Marty. And at the end of it all, the damage, a big hole in the boards, the the rest of the games were cancelled. And it was a lesson that uh, never get too confident on a Zamboni.
0: Ever. Or, or or never be too young and inexperienced to drive a Zamboni. So I've shared this before in, t- in podcasts, but my experience, similar to yours, Jimmy. Uh, uh, but I was eight years old, and uh, I haven't told you this yet. So I was eight years old. My mom was the um, hockey manager for the Daryl Sittler-Walt McKechnie Hockey School in London, Ontario, where I'm born and raised hockey land. So I, too, was a rink rat and uh, living in the back of Zamboni room with the operator during the days, uh, daytime, while my mom was working in the office um, back then, our machines, the Zamboni machines, were engaged in in gear if you turned it on. And the case was the operator said to operate back, don't touch anything. Well, as an eight-year-old, you got this big machine in front of you and uh, get, get on top of it, turn the ignition over, um, but no one said it was in gear already on the uh, roll down door, then the board's opening up to oh, the ice. No. I went through both and Brad Marsh, Rob Ramage, Daryl Sittler and Walt McKegner out on the ice teaching a bunch of kids well. Uh, needless to say, the rest of my uh, summer that year wasn't very pleasant. The <laughs> last thing my mother said was, wait till your father gets home. So yeah. my life as a Zamboni driver, and working for Zamboni started at a really young age as well.
1: Wow. <laughs> so wow, wow, a,
0: wow. Yeah, that was the experience. Enough yep. about me. Let's talk more about you. Let's talk about present time, uh, Jim. Um, I believe, if I'm uh, not mistaken, you're presently the owner of the Aurora Tigers. Is that
1: correct, Jim? That's correct. Yeah, my yep. wife and I bought it six years ago. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of entertainment, a lot of hard work. Um, junior hockey is, you know, a, a unique. Uh, business, we'll call it, and uh, you got to work really hard on sponsors and really hard on recruiting, and it becomes a full-time job, Marty, um, to run the business, and, um, you know, we have good years, we have off years, we have young years, we have veteran years, all these different things, not not much different than the NHL, where are we going for it or are we going to go young? And so it's a lot of fun with the different strategy, strategies that you come up with every year,
0: but, uh, yeah, I've
1: really enjoyed it.
0: And the opportunity which is uh, your focus uh, uh, and your pride and joy now is working with younger uh, individuals uh, to be able to watch them develop and under your wing as far as uh, your experience that you certainly can share with those, uh, those players that are on board. Let's take it over to the other side, Jim, that uh, I know is near and dear to your heart. Mine as well, uh, being on the other side of it. Uh, let's talk about uh, you as an ambassador. Um, talking about youth, talking about mental illness, um, specifically you're the advisory board member of uh, Your Life Counts. Uh, why don't you share your experiences, Jim? Uh, where, where, What put you in that role? Why you're in that role? Um, which is very obvious as far as uh, uh, doing the stewardship and being an ambassador to share and help people. But can you share more about that uh, life and that life cycle, Jim, with the audience?
1: Yeah it's, it's 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 interesting. So quickly I went through some major major obstacles in my life Marty. I became a drug addict, I became a, an alcoholic at a young age, got out of it, got back into it. You know, it was basically suicidal, you know, black hole. Mm-hmm. Um awful awful place I put myself in. I was very fortunate, blessed to find a way to get out of it, um, I'm 13, in my 13th year of sobriety and I feel and I believe that the NHL wasn't Jim Thompson's calling, I believe it, it's, it's a platform to help me help other people with, with problems. And so to answer your question, I'm involved in so much and I, and I say one life at a time. So through interventions, through you know guest speaking, through your life counts, through the homeless shelter out in from the cold, sorry, and and all these different things, you know, just planting seeds, and you know we 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 want to help everybody if you can. And anytime I go in and talk or 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 inspire a group, I tell them if I plant one seed today. I've, I've helped the world. And that's kind of what I, I believe that it doesn't cost anything. It's, it's time. And I just, you know, we, we need to do more. We need to do more, edu- have more education on mental health and what people are going through. And as we know, Bell, let's talk. You know, mm-hmm. talking does so much for somebody who's fighting them, their, their their demons inside. So any way I can help, and I'm asked to help in so many different areas and so many different things. And before we got on, you know, I was two and a half hours on the phone this morning with a whole bunch of different issues. And um, it's, it's just, it's rewarding to help. And that's why I say one life at a time. And uh, I, I really, really am, I'm inspired by it, Marty. I live for it in any way I can help somebody.
0: Yeah, very, uh, very humbling. And uh, kudos to you, Jim. It's uh, I know that uh, you and I both uh, have the same acquaintances uh, that we talk to on a daily basis and without uh, sharing names and that, but God bless them and their um, their strength and continuing the path of positivity and reaching out and talking and asking for help. Um, it's great to know that people like yourself, Jim, are there to um, to guide them and uh, let them, let them open up to someone that doesn't judge. Uh, yeah. that's been, uh, been there, done it, had the experience and, uh, it is life-changing and, uh, I can't say enough kudos to you, Jim. Thank Jim you Orch- yeah. Hey, uh, my, my pleasure. Anything else, Jim, that you want to share with the audience, about what else you're doing, uh, uh, regarding, uh, your, your hockey school, I believe you're, uh, uh involved with an academy, uh, presently here in, in the GTA. Yeah. So King Heights Academy is, uh,
1: uh, an existing school that's moved into the high school and sports, so myself and former NHL player Darcy Tucker are the NHL ambassadors for this academy, and uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful, I call it a beautiful lifestyle for any student. They go to school, they get to play sports, everything is done in the day, um, and, uh, I, you know, it's, it's a beautiful, I call it a way of life, so, I'm involved in that. I do a lot of work there, uh, behind the scenes in the hockey program, Marty. And same as I do in real life, if there's issues, I, I love to deal with the issues and help these young people get through, you know, their their obstacles and their little, you know, hills that they gotta climb. And you know, helping them and getting over that hill is very rewarding, as I said. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's one thing. I, I have my own program, Jim Thompson's Dreams Do Come True. Mm-hmm. And that stems from uh, Don Cherry one night years ago on Hockey Night in Canada. My boys and I are sitting there watching Hockey Night in Canada. And Don Cherry says, shame on all you coaches and parents who tell your kids they can't make it. He said, kids dream and dreams do come true. And I went, bingo. So I drew up this picture which I now got on my arm and it's uh, all my six NHL teams and at the bottom it says Dreamer, which I was and at the top I put dreams do come true because it came true for me and um, so what that is all about is I do a lot of training on ice, off ice, mentoring, if people want to see what that's about, they can YouTube Jim Thompson's Prospect Camps, Um, Jim Thompson 33 is my Twitter and Instagram, where they can see a lot of the videos and a lot of what I do. Um, I, I post a lot of positive messages, Marty, every day, and I, and I'll tell you why I do it. People are like, why do you do that? It's funny. Some of my my friends and acquaintances call me or text me, and say, "Are you all right?" and and wondering, you know, if my messages are pointed at me. But what I tell everybody is this: when I post something in the morning, I try to do it in the morning. Mm-hmm it's positive number 1 for everybody but it makes me feel better when i have i'll give an example marty private messaged me saying your your post made my day so it's it's not about anything but helping people who are struggling with things like anxiety what we talked about mm-hmm. you know depression all these things a little little positive energy and it's it's beautiful to get the messages back just saying you really helped me today so you know what? We need more positive in
0: this time, right? Amen to that, Jimmy. You've touched my life, and uh, I read them every morning. So thank you very kindly. And folks, if you have the opportunity, follow uh, Jimmy, uh, Jim Thompson. His, uh, his his messages every morning definitely help me because um, we all have issues. We all work through different things. But just that small little tidbit, that small little reading um, makes a difference, makes a difference in my day, Jim. And I, 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 I really appreciate I, that. I, I thank you. I thank you gotta have I gotta ask you this question off off the uh off the side Jim um did you and uh, Rose ever have a bet for the best mullet
1: <laughs> nobody
0: got a good story for it oh, I
1: want to hear so, it. so um what's funny is after game after game six mm-hmm. so no sorry it was after game uh, wasn't six that was in LA It would have been maybe five in Toronto yeah, so we played. Let me go back. We started in uh, one, two, three, four, five in Toronto. Yeah, it was one of the nice. games I didn't I didn't dress. But here's what's funny about the story. So me and two of the players, my teammates, were walked out of Maple Leaf Gardens, and everybody thought I was Barry because of the hairdo from behind. No doubt. And the the verbal bashing that I got, I shared it with Barry afterwards, right? But they called me thinking i was barry the the worst names and you this and you this this was after him and burns got into that
0: oh beef, yes right yeah, remember yeah, the beef yeah. That, so, that's oh yeah toronto,
1: toronto, toronto wanted blood from barry Marrows, but yeah we had the same hairdo and uh
0: and I, I i i got in the cab and the boys were like you better cut your hair <laughs> honestly with uh, you look at the two of you and um yeah you you definitely both went to the same barber i love it. oh
1: yeah 100
0: well, percent i just found out that actually uh, barry actually uh, did a tour of our plant down in paramount california and he had his nice mullet with a uh, nice shiny purple suit so uh good on you barry Melrose. welcome to yeah. 1993 hey jimmy i i gotta thank you so kindly for coming on board there's so much more to talk about and uh would love to have you back is uh is there anything else you want to share with the audience before i let you go jimmy no, I just believe, Marty, I,
1: first of all, thank you for having me and your crew. Um, in this time, you know, times are tough for a lot of people, and there is going to be a light at the end of it all for all of us. And is I just say this, a gesture, a kind gesture a day can make a change a person's outlook on that day, and that can change a person's outlook on a whole bunch of different things, and that's what we've got to understand. So kindness is the word, um, respect is the word, and let's help each other get through this till the end and we can get back to real living. And
0: uh, keep up the great work, Marty. Amen, Jim. God, I, I can't speak uh, louder than that. That's, uh, that's, that's basic, but so true. So true and great values to that. Well, Jim, I wanna thank you for spending time with us today. We wanna to thank everyone for listening in another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts Podcast. If you have a question, one of our experts or an idea for future episode please email your questions or request to info at zamboni.com for more information or additional podcast episodes please visit zamboni.com forward slash podcasts or search ask the Zamboni experts on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts and Spotify this is Marty Elliott your host thank you Jim Thompson former NHL player with the Los Angeles Kings wishing you an ice day